So today we're going to talk about the explosive real estate off-plan market. Things have happened in the market that remind me of 2008, you've got, or 2010 that would be. Yeah. You've got the Palm Jeb Lally, uh, which people are queuing and fighting to get outside. Uh, you've got the DISC launch was sold out supposedly in 56 seconds. Off-plan. Today, we talk about it. We do. Now, is there a such thing, or do you think right now, developers are being overly ambitious with pricing and with how many properties they're launching? Me personally, it's going to be controversial to say this. I think developers are playing games. I think it's a PR stunt for so many of the developers at the moment where you see these queues of drivers mm -hmm. buying 20 million dirham villas. You know these guys in the nicest possible way are not buying these villas. So I think there's definitely a big hype train taking place with developers. So you saying that these people are planted there? 100%. It's a little bit like, so we've, what's happened at the minute in Dubai is there were loads of off-plan launches, people queuing outside of these, uh, these, these... Overnight. Overnight, outside these developers' offices, supposedly all sold out. Yeah. That's just supposedly, I don't know that for a fact. We're not saying which developers. We're not developers. saying which developers, developers in general. But it's a little bit like Apple. Yeah. Let's talk five, six, seven years ago. If you wanted to buy an iPhone, the day the iPhone launched, what did you do? You queued outside the store maybe 24 hours because the aesthetics of that look very great. People always want what they can't have. Correct. Same applies to here in, in Dubai in a minute. It's wild in today, 2023, that you can't buy a property on a, on a launch over the internet. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you can because some developers do do it, they offer tokens. But if I was a developer, I'm just being brutally honest with you, I'd 100% have people queuing up because you create that online yeah, demand. It's I do get it. I mean, like I said, I'm not going to talk about specific launches, but the launches that supposedly sold out, I'm being offered personally to buy them direct from the developer at the moment. So I'm not saying they're not trading. I just think that there is a lot of showmanship in the market. What, what about, what about, and it was controversial, agents yeah. going to these launches, mm -hmm. supposedly buying them themselves, yeah. putting that money, but actually then passing on that reservation to a, to a buyer. So guaranteeing it, that happens a lot? Yeah, look, I think the market is obviously a fantastic market, but it is a dirty market. And I can't hide away from that. I've been involved in real estate 20 years and multiple times developers have come to me, not the big ones, the smaller ones, said, okay, you buy a floor from me, Lewis and Carl. Give me the check and if you don't sell it, then you've got to take them units. And obviously what they're doing that for is similar to guarantee that them floors are sold and that you would be the undertaker, effect, not the, not the, king, the <laughs> undertaking of um of the project so um do you ever do you think we'll ever get away from people queuing outside three o'clock in the morning for a development do you reckon that'll ever go away unless someone puts rules in place no because of luck go at the same thing i would do it i think what's interesting is if you take away the launches and take away the queues it's the pricing which is my most interesting thing at the moment so dubai is in this um I'm going to call it, it's in like, a, uh, there's two worlds at the moment. There's the newer stock, whether it's ready or off plan, and the older stock. So I'll give you the perfect example. Yesterday, I was speaking to someone in the marina, and I was doing some training with somebody talking about marina and what they're doing, and this guy was on the phone, and he's got a Vida Dubai Marina unit. 5.2 million, 4,500 square foot for an unfurnished Vida unit, which they have to furnish themselves and they get access to the pool and the gym. That's the 4,500 square foot. Per square foot, you can buy a unit in the marina 
for like two thousand, two and a half thousand for a super luxury one. So there's two massive different markets at the moment: the newest stuff, stuff, and the older stuff. And I think that this is where launches and resale are at the moment. I think there's a big correlation in price difference. Well, three things we're going to cover today on the podcast. Obviously, largely developer focus. What we found and what we're finding is our stats are saying that actually for the first time ever, not just us, but I think as a uh, the whole of Dubai as a whole, our planned sales are now dominating the total percentage share of yeah. off-plan versus residential. I think our last count was 60-odd percent in off-plan yeah. purchase versus 40% ready sales. How long does this last? Because let's be honest with each other, is there any semi investment investments you can buy? No, I don't think so. I think... This will happen for another three to four years minimum because there's not a lot of house in the market. So people who are renting are buying their future homes. And then there's international investors that are seeing other people making more money in real estate than anywhere else in the world at the moment. So, you know, I think our top three buyers in the last month was like German, France and uh, and India, I believe, were the top three at one point. And I'm just looking at these guys internationally coming in. So, no, I, I think three more years of people just investing into this city. We were speaking to my head of off-plan a couple of days ago, and he said noticeably a noticeable difference in drop-off in Russian and Ukrainian people mm. coming into countries. It's been 18 months now of a constant yeah. flow of Russian and Ukrainian people coming into Dubai. That's starting to slow from what he's, he's found. What impact do you reckon that will have on new luxury launches moving forward? Because realistically... A lot of the money's come in from Eastern Europe. Um, I mean, look, it's still a small percentage. Russian, Ukrainian money is not the biggest percentage. You're not talking 10%. It's probably 3 or 4% of the whole market in nationality. So, you know, it's great. But I think a lot of these people have now put their money into the country. And they've also set up their businesses here. And I think the long-term goal is these people have not bought and never coming back. They're now part of Dubai and long-term they're there. So... I think we've seen a spike in it, but the, the Russian market definitely not just disappear. They're always going to be here. It's tax-free. They can place their assets here. They pay no income tax on their income. They pay no rental tax on their rent. It's a haven for a lot of people at the moment. So I don't see that changing. The What will give developers huge confidence is yesterday in the news, um, it was the shared the biggest onboarding ever in the history of Dubai of new kids going to school what kd8 8k yeah so basically in a single school year it's the most amount of new children coming into a school into a school year but that shows a very 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 happy see i mean i know a few of the guys that run the schools and they're just saying they're oversubscribed yeah and the one of the best businesses to own is a school because everyone's coming here it's a bit like you if you the best business in the world is a school or a funeral parlor because you get, you know that you need both. Or an estate agent. Or estate, yeah, every person's a <laughs> client. Um, so, yeah, I think schools are oversubscribing. And this is, uh, again, all good news for Dubai. What's happening with pricing then? Because we're talking anecdotally off camera. We Again, we spoke to our team. What's happening in the market at the minute? Because that you talk about two different marketplaces. There is probably three different marketplaces in terms of, you know, uh, route, to, route into market, entry level, mid market, and then your ultra ultra luxury. Yep. What we see in prices at the minute in terms of what's happening. So we talked off camera. Newer developers entering the market, they have to be a bit more competitive yep. to compete with established developers. If you look at ultra luxury, let's take this as the example. What is ultra luxury in Dubai right this second? I'm going to go back to what I always remember back to the Atlantis because I follow these prices. That's probably the number one luxury development in yeah, Dubai at the moment. 
the top peak price per square foot is 12,000 dirhams a square foot, 12,000, which works out to what? What's that? 2,300 pounds? Yeah. My oh. apartment in London is 2,000 plus pounds yeah. and it's not in an amazing location. I've said this many, many times. So the super luxury market compared to the rest of the world is not super luxury for the pricing that it is. I mean, me and you, both me and Carl, about a month ago, went to go and view some Burj Khalifa units to invest in. And we went there and we looked at the units and the tower was a little bit old, to be honest with you. Tired, it yeah. takes some renovation to get it going. And when I looked at that, you can buy a two bed on the fountain, overlooking the fountain for 6.2 million, which works out to 1.5 million pounds. For the best tower, the iconic tower in Dubai, you can't even get something in Earl's Court, a two bed for that. So yes, it's pricey compared to 2008, but I think there's so many more legs in, in the growth development. But the... The super luxury market has a lot more growth to go as well. The three markets we talked about. So entry level, we, we're looking at the minute for newer developers, developers trying to be competitive in, in JVC. JVC's areas. We're looking at anywhere between 1,100 to 1,200 dirhams a square foot. Mm -hmm. Again, newer developers, not the more established ones. Mid-market areas and mid-market developers, you're looking at anywhere between 1,900 to 2,000 dirhams a square foot and anything luxury branded and above Minimum 4,000 dirhams per square foot. Minimum. And above. I mean, the ones that be old handing over, um, the one and only branded residences. And I bought one of them. How long ago did that be? A year ago? Yeah. And I think at that time it was 5,500 dirhams a square foot, I think. And people were like, oh my God, that's expensive. And I was like, it really isn't expensive. But at that time, until it breaches that barrier, it was expensive. But now it's cheap, isn't it? Yeah, it is. For a branded, branded hotel residence. It's too expensive. The market's definitely moving a bit. What's what the, one of the biggest changes you found? So you bought quite a few off-plan properties as a buy. Yeah. One of the biggest changes I've found is developers now are getting really bullish. They're getting more confident and they're asking for more money up front. Yeah. Is that a problem? It's probably the best thing that can happen to Dubai as a long-term city. And I, and I want you to zoom in on that very clearly because... These people, developers in 2008 and nine, the reason that they collapsed is they had no liquidity. They were going and selling houses with 10% down and 90 on completion. When the market collapsed, they couldn't build the houses. Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at Dubai, homeowners are sitting on liquidity and developers are taking more cash than they have to actually build the development. So the, the foundations of Dubai are so, so solid. So if people are buying it with the payment plan and they're doing it and the developers are guaranteeing to build it, it's the best thing they can have. It's not good for the buyers, but people are buying it, then it is what it is. The biggest difference in that two or three year period from, from this market really accelerated is two, three years ago, you could probably buy a property with 20, probably 30, 40% down, okay, over a three year period whilst the property's being built, yep. okay? And the rest either on completion or post paid for three years, meaning you had to pay all that 60% three years after you had your keys. Yeah. That now longer doesn't exist. You can no longer have a post-payment plan. It's very, very, very rare. What is now happening is buyers are now having for bigger developers, premium developments, are having to put down 60, 70, or even 80% just during that construction. So you're not receiving any rental income. You're not receiving, basically you're putting money in. And, and it's not financed either, which is not a big thing. So you can't finance until... It's near handover, which will be when you're at your 80% anyway. So from a buyer's perspective, let's look at me and you. Yeah. 
we are putting money in something, not receiving any rent. We are basically gambling that we're going to receive capital appreciation. Right. It's probably a good chance if you buy an off plan, yeah. historically speaking, you're going to make money yes. on capital appreciation. But it's actually taking the gamblers out of the marketplace. Well, yeah, it's, it's not an exciting gambler. It's a bit like now buying Bitcoin. And what I mean by that is the reason Bitcoin doesn't excite me is you can't leverage Bitcoin. So hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on for dear life. I just think, let's say if it's $20,000 and it goes up to 40, you double your money. It's not actually that exciting. Like someone putting $10,000 in and turn it to 20 is nice, but it's not great. Where you really make money is in leverage. Leverage is where the money's at. And that's what properties does for you. Payment plans though, you are actually leveraging. You're leveraging time. Yeah, but yeah, I'm saying when it's 80%, by the way, paid, that's when the leverage... But you're still paying at 80% over three years. So it's still an appealing yeah. prospect where you're not having to put all your money down. Yeah. You've got three years to pay it. So it's still, it's still a good option. I don't know anybody, anybody that hasn't made money off plan in the last three or four years. It's, it's actually made people millionaires. I think the other thing to consider with, with, with off plan and investing is that I've never met anybody ever that has become a millionaire from a salary. Whether you're on a million pound a year or you're on 50,000 dirhams a month, whatever it is, people have made more money in property than they have their actual jobs. So it's important that people do invest their money into this, in, into real estate. It's interesting how that last three year period is not everywhere around the world. Obviously we start to see America, yeah. US, uh, US, um, UK, feeling the pinch. Definitely. And what we find is one of the biggest trends at the moment is a lot of European clients coming into Dubai because they see this place really as a bit of um, a haven, a bit of a, a bubble from what's actually happening in our own country. So again, like no crystal ball, who knows what's gonna happen, but we're probably as confident as we have been ever. And we always expect little dips in the marketplace, but I can't see it yet. I think the last thing I'll leave you with is where do I think the hottest investment in the world is in the next five years or so? The hottest investment in the world is going to be Ras Al-Khaimah. And you've heard it here first. Wow. Big statement. He's gone there. I've gone there. I, 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 I mean, you're putting your money on the table already. I have invested in Ras Al-Khaimah and there are lots of reasons why, but... I think gaming license into that, into, into gaming, gaming. Yeah, gaming. We've got to call it gaming. Yeah, gaming license there, I think will attract phenomenal amounts of people. And I've heard someone say actually, anecdotally, in US, you've got New York and the retreat in New York is the Hamptons. Yeah. People are calling Iraq the Hamptons yeah. of, of the UAE. So it could be that kind of getaway weekend place for a lot of the people that are very wealthy in Dubai. Well, you take the UAE population, it's like 9 million now. They're saying 10% of the people in the UAE minimum, minimum are going to visit Rasa came okay, out. That's 900,000 people, hypothetically. The population of Iraq is only 400,000. Yeah. Like this city, this, it's a fishing village, is going to explode because there's, what's going to happen, this is how I forecast anyone that's been to Vegas, you know how Vegas is, you've got the strip and it's amazing, outside the strip's a little bit irrelevant. I think something similar will happen with, with Marginal Island. Marginal Island will be the strip. I've seen a beautiful video of uh, the wind construction. Uh, I've seen potentially Nobu's about to enter. There's three or four really high-end brands about to enter this development. When that's put together, the gambling license, the nightlife, the entertainment, this is going to be the hotspot for the UAE, 100%. So I think Ras al will be one of the best investments to make. As you've invested there already, I'm telling you now, I'm going to invest there. That for me is the one where it's a gamble, but it's a gamble if it pays off. Look, the reality is, is that it, you've got to think how many people in this region will want to go and have a weekend in 
somewhere where they can game. You were there last week, <laughs> where they can game. Oh, yes, yeah, so I'll play my just, Xbox. Just imagine I'm going to go to Vassar play PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's got a great region. And one last thing I'll leave you with is there was a study done quite recently about the impact of casinos in a city, it's a big city, so one, one, one was Macau. Uh, and I did a 10-year study, basically, of the impact of a casino going in that area and the price gains from a casino being launched and four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years a year after was exponential. Really? Yeah. Check that one out. Invest in Rassar Kema and Dubai. Bye, bye, bye. I think on that note, yeah. anything else you want to add? No, just invest in Rassar Kema and Dubai. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. bye.